This is Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We're about to turn on the microphone for Sarah Donkersloot, and she's going to have a special guest. Todd Cooper, Sarah, go right ahead. Uh, Peg, it's nice to have you across the the, the window here, <laughs> and it's nice to welcome you to Wellspring. It's a live broadcast sponsored by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital. Minimally evasive surgery, invasive surgery at Zealand Community Hospital gets you back to living your fullest life. To explain more about this option is Todd Cooper, a specialist at Spectrum Health health with robotic surgery and he's joining us by phone so we are unable to take your calls good morning todd hi sarah so todd tell us what is your role at spectrum health sure uh, my role at spectrum health is the robotic surgery program coordinator um it, i've been in the role since 2017 which really is when spectrum health took a look at the robotic surgery program and and liked what they were seeing as far as patient outcomes from robotic surgery. And so it's been exciting to have been involved with the growth uh, across our system with robotic surgery. So, Todd, what do you enjoy about your work? You said you've seen growth and you've seen Spectrum Health introduce a new service. Anything else? Yeah, well, I think anything, my background is nursing, so I should maybe start there. Um, And so I do have the clinical background um, and I think I chose surgery um, back about 20 years ago because I liked the technology and the machinery um, and was interested in the latest um, technical state-of-the-art um, surgical equipment um, that we were helping patients with. And so I think it's the technology that, that still intrigues me and seeing what's coming next with artificial intelligence and things along those lines that are just making us, helping us to care for, uh, for patients better. And so um, I, I think that's the, the one driving thing um, that I enjoy about it. But, as, yeah, as far as the growth, I think uh, robotic surgery is really surgery of the future. Um, I think we're going to see more and more of it, and it's going to become better and better. And uh, it's been fun, as I had said when, during my introduction, um, to be involved with that growth and to see where Spectrum Health is going with, uh, with robotic surgery. And then also, you know, seeing from companies that are producing the surgical robots, like Intuitive Surgical out in California, seeing what's next and, and what, they're, um, what they're planning to um, develop in the, in the coming years. So I, I think all of that is exciting. So, Todd, I guess I have to ask you a question. Do we use, say, the word minimally evasive surgery and robotic surgery? Are we talking about the same thing? Are they interchangeable? Yes. Well, I would say that minimally invasive surgery is kind of the umbrella term for any type of procedure where you're creating a smaller incision or using a natural orifice, such as the mouth, um, in order to do surgery. Um, the opposite of minimally invasive would be an invasive procedure, and right now we consider that any large incision. Um, and so, like it would be an incision from your breastbone down to your belly button, um, where you really are, you know, creating more of an invasive um, procedure. With minimally invasive, the incisions, and sometimes um, there's just one incision, sometimes there's maybe three or four, but they're still only... Um, a couple of centimeters, 
and you're using trocars, so kind of like a, a lumen that allows you access to the abdomen or the surgical site. And so w- when we do minimally invasive surgery, as you can imagine, because the incisions are so much smaller, that recovery is faster, there's not as much pain. And so I think that's why we're driving towards min- more minimally invasive um, procedures. We're, we're seeing better outcomes when you don't have that, that large incision. Boy, Todd, I can see that you're really using your background as a nurse to explain that. So thank you very much, um, you know, for for drawing on that. So we often hear about the technology called Da Vinci. Why is it called Da Vinci? Yeah, I actually had to Google this. So, um, yep, and you're right. Our our, um, robots at Spectrum, they are um, Da Vinci robots. And um, the company that I referred to earlier that produces the Da Vinci robot is Intuitive Surgical out of um, California. And um, what I found was that um, Da Vinci, obviously, it's the connection with Leonardo Da Vinci, the artist, and actually his study of the human anatomy that led to the design of the first robot. And I think that's what Intuitive Surgical was was grabbing onto when they, they named their robots. Thank you for, you know, sharing that little background of history. So how long yeah. has it been performed? Um, quite a few years now. Um, Spectrum actually got their first robot in 2006. And actually that was a philanthropic um, donation by the Tom Fox family. And so we've been doing robotic surgery since that time, 2006. We started with prostatectomies. Um, and then gradually added different um, specialties of areas of focus in medicine. Um, cardiovascular soon followed along with um, different gynecologic procedures. And um, yeah, today we've got um, maybe 10 different specialties or subspecialties um, that are using the robot to perform surgery. So Peg has a question here for you. You mentioned all the different things that you can do. Do you do tonsillectomies? Because I've heard that sometimes they use robotics for that. I could be wrong about that. No, no, I think you have a point. There's so ENT, ear, nose, and throat. We do ENT procedures. Um, at Spectrum, we don't use it to perform tonsillectomies, but there are back-of-the-throat cancers where, like the human hand, can't easily reach, obviously, because of your, you know, your knuckles and, um, and just your, your hand is too big to reach back there um, to perform surgery. But the advantage that the robot has is the instruments are very precise. And so you can, without an incision, you can go through the natural opening of the mouth and go to the back of the throat and remove that cancer in a minimally invasive um, um, approach. Whereas before, when we didn't have the robot, you can imagine the incisions and the amount of work that a surgeon would need to do to grant access to that part of the the throat. And we can do it much easier with the robot now. So, Todd, can... Any surgeon perform it, or what type of training do they need to be able to do robotic surgery? At Spectrum, we have, um, and most hospitals and most, if not all, hospital systems have what they would call surgeon privileges. And that's basically a list um, based on a surgeon's background of procedures they're able to perform. And so we do have uh, criteria for robotically trained surgeons. 
to um, to have the training that allows them to do robotic surgery. And what that training looks like is going away to a lab um, that Intuitive Surgical uh, has, and uh, they train the surgeons on the robot. And then when the surgeons come back to Spectrum, back to Southwest Michigan, um, they're required, depending on how much experience they've had prior to coming to Spectrum or how much experience they've had in their residency, um, they have a certain number of procedures where they're proctored. So that's another fully trained surgeon um, on robotics would proctor them or be with them during a procedure. And it's typically about three procedures. And then the proctor comes away from that and says, yes, they're fine. They know what they're doing with the robot. But then even on top of that, uh, there's retrospective reviews, and that's where we have a clinical leader um, who has a, a, a medical doctor degree who would um, review like the last 10 or the last 20 cases that a new robotically trained surgeon performed uh, just to make sure that everything looks great. And then after that, uh, the surgeon is able to continue practicing with the, with the robot um, up until their two-year credentialing period. So every surgeon needs to show at two years that they've done a, um, a minimum number of procedures and that they're, you know, able to use the robot without any problems or complications, and, and they're able to proceed in their practice that way. So, okay. So, you know, when we think about robots, you know, you think about the thing in Star Wars, you know, where they're moving themselves. Is it the robot <laughs> that is actually performing the surgery? Kind of. Um, it's, it's the surgeon. The robot can't do it without the surgeon. And I've often called our, our Da Vinci robots kind of like a, um, a video game on steroids mm. um, because it's kind of the same idea. There's a um, surgeon console, and that's kind of the viewfinder where the surgeon sits along with joysticks or hand controls, and that's what's actually operating the robot. Um, through the viewfinder, they're able to see with the use of a camera um, the surgical site, the area that they're operating on, and then the joysticks control the surgical instruments. Um, so it's very precise, very fine um, movement. And, and one of the things that I've always thought was interesting is there's actually a tremor-reducing software in the robot. So even if um, the surgeon's elbow were to be bumped while they're performing surgery, because that motion goes into the robot and into the software, the, the robot is able to level out that movement. Mm. And so what might be a jerk from an outward appearance, the robot levels out that motion. And so what's translated to the instruments is a very fine, precise movement. Mm. Um, so there's yet yeah, lots of the different quality factors that that make it uh, make that precision um, come to life on the on the patient side. So you know that's one of the benefits. You know, like you said, that tremor. Are there other benefits why someone would choose robotic surgery instead of traditional methods? Yeah, some of them I've already mentioned. I mean, because it is minimally invasive. Um, it's you're, you don't have that large incision, so um, the stay in the hospital is usually shorter. You usually uh, need less pain medication, if any at all, because you just have those, uh, those small incisions. Um, I've talked about that precision. Um, and then the, sm the small, fine instruments. And so, and like I, what I had mentioned with um, 
um, and maybe some lesions at the back of the throat. The same thing with um, other lesions or cancer in the body in very um, confined um, places, such as within the pelvis. Uh, these instruments could get in there very easily where the human hand um, is not able to get. Um, and yeah, go, go ahead. So, okay, continue on, and then I want to ask you, and you can think about that, is it covered by insurance? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, the last point that I was going to make as far as benefits, um, and it's often compared to laparoscopic surgery, which is another minimally invasive uh, approach, and it's a, a very good one. And um, actually, I think the majority of procedures that that we perform our laparoscopic procedures. But I think where the robot has advantage over, um, over traditional, we call it straight stick uh, laparoscopy, is some of the, the motion that, um, that the instruments are able to do with the robotic instruments. Um, they have a greater range of motion than the human wrist, um, which um, a laparoscopic, a traditional laparoscopic instrument um, wouldn't necessarily have uh, the other thing is the surgeon's able to sit at the console in, in a very um, ergonomic um, kind of um, posture. And uh, oftentimes what you see with laparoscopic, uh, straight-stick laparoscopy surgery is the surgeon is hovered over the patient, oftentimes hunched over, and then their arms are usually up at shoulder level trying to use these straight sticks um, because they don't have the... Um, you know the up close and the um, the fine movement that the that the robot does. So that was one more advantage that I wanted to mention. And as Todd, far as we're, okay, Todd, yeah. we got about fifteen seconds, so you can answer my question: Is it covered by insurance? Short answer is yes. Talk yes. to your surgeon. Um, make sure that uh, the procedure that that you're. Um, considering uh, would be covered. And, and thanks for being here today, Todd, for more information or to see if robotic surgery is right for you. And as Todd said, Spectrum Health has been providing uh, surgery since, what, 2000, what did you say, 17 or 16? And you can have it at Zealand Community Hospital. 2006. Yes. Yeah. yes. And you can yeah. have it at Zealand Community Hospital. You can visit spectrumhealth.org forward slash robotic surgery. Until next week, Spectrum Health, Zealand Community Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring, presented by Spectrum Health Zealand Community Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.